With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You bust. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hour number two on a Wednesday. Trent and Ken back with you. Ken was at the printer. We got numbers, Ken Miller. We've got numbers, all right. <laughs> MLB win totals fresh off the presses. And, uh, well, what are we going to play around with this year? Well, I'd like to go on record, as we, as we always do. Just uh, It's fun looking back just to see how wrong we are mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the season. So we always do win totals. Um, you've brushed up on it. You needed to. I think I've eaten your lunch the last couple of years. You're pretty solid at these <laughs> yeah. winning years every year. You're, uh, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Got, my, my, my fault is I, I fall in love with the overs. See, so, I think you got to go unders, Trent. I unders, always look for yeah. the unders. The unders that jump off to you mm-hmm. find who you think is going to be the worst team in a division, what a bad deci- division is going to be, or a really good division and the worst team out of it, or a second worst, something like that. That's what you're digging. That's for. what I'm leaning towards. So we are we going to go on record? Do you want to do so right now? John Walsh is at what one fifteen? We've got John. Look yep. forward to that. By the way, and I got to bring this up with him. The, when I logged on to Twitter this morning, I, I thought and I I thought it was photoshopped at first. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of Iowa State athletic director who is surrounded by, on one side, former Iowa State President Stephen Leith. Mm-hmm. And then to the other side, there's Gene Chizik. So i got to chuck a lot of that, right? I mean, just the, the fact that those three are together. Not that they wouldn't be. I think it's great that Pollard uh, you know, and Chizik, I don't know if they, if they broke bread or what they did, uh, but just the fact that they posed for a picture. Good for you, Jamie Pollard. Good for yeah. you, Gene Chizik, for doing that. But then a little bit further up on the uh, on on the Twitter thread or whatever it was, those three are still in the picture, but they were joined by Bruce Vandevelde, who preceded Pollard as the AD at Iowa State. So, and I don't know what they were doing at Auburn, but. Pollard was there, Leith was there, Chiswick was there, and apparently Bruce Vandevelde just happened to be there <laughs> visiting the school with his daughter, turned around a corner, and ran into those three that were standing there, I guess, having a conversation. Oh, that was great. So <laughs> outstanding. So odd. It really that. was, it wasn't was, it? But, yeah, you're right. I mean, good for Pollard. Absolutely. And then putting it on Twitter, yes, that's good. Yes. Good for you, Jamie Pollard. All right, so we like to go division by division. We do. So we're, we're going to have six over-unders for, for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. From time to time, we will have the same, I think, usually. Yeah, I think so, too. But uh, there's there's a few that jump off. So I, I said i got to search for unders. We'll start, as we always do, in the American League East, as the, the standings are in your newspaper. And I'm going with an over right away. Are you? It's the Boston Red Sox. And the Boston Red Sox, they are predicted in Nevada to win 91 and a half games. That seems low. It seems low. I believe the Red Sox will win this division. I think the Yankees are going to be very good. Mm-hmm. I think the Red Sox are going to be very good, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I predict we'll see them a lot on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, I think your prediction will come to fruition <laughs> on that one. 
I'm going over the Red Sox 91 in the hook. Well, I hope you're right because I've got an under in this division. Okay. And if there was such a thing as a best bet, uh-huh. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to have a decent year whatsoever. Last year, I thought they really overachieved by winning 80 games. Mm-hmm. The number's down to 77.5 this year. Trent, it's a fire sale. You don't know anybody on that roster for the most part. I mean, you know, a couple of guys. Right. Um, but, I mean, even their fans don't know who's going to take the field when they open up at home. I don't think they win 77 and a half games. I will go under with the utmost of confidence on the Tampa Bay Rays to the Central Division, where the Indians ran away with it last year, winning 102 games in the Central. Uh, I'm going to go first this time because, as I've told you, Uh, Earlier in the week, I think the White Sox arrow is clearly pointing up. Last year, they won 67. Mm -hmm. The folks in the desert have them at 68 this year. So you're telling me that they're only going to, they only have to improve by one game if I'm to win this wager. I think the White Sox go over 68. Now, I'm not going to threaten the Indians. They're not going to threaten the Twins. They probably won't outfinish the Royals. But they'll outfinish their win total of 68. Give me the over for the White Sox. So uh, in the Central, Ron Gardenhire is back in the division with the Detroit Tigers. He uh, he's got a lot of work to do <laughs> seasons in his resume. Yeah. He's going to have another one here. This is an awful, terrible, awful forty-man roster. They won sixty-four games last year, mm-hmm. yet their total is sixty-eight and a half. This is the easiest under on the board. Tigers flying under the total at sixty-eight in the hook. Man, I wish I would have seen that one. That is a good one. <laughs> All right, let's you, go. We both feel pretty good, I think, about our teams in the Central, right? Yes, I'm feeling very confident, and I like your White Sox pick. I'm with you. I could see them scratching, you know, 73 wins out there. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe a realistic accomplishment. Stay out of 90 losses. That would be a goal. That would be a goal, a realistic goal. For you are up first in the West. All right. Uh, oh, 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 by the way, where you will find the defending World Series champion Houston Astros. Uh, last year they won 101. This year in the desert, just as a point of reference, 96 and a half is their season over under total. Are you taking an Astro or are you going somewhere else? Well, if I did take the Astros, I'd probably go towards the under. Remember last season, the Cubs, oh, it's easy. That number was right there. As the defending champs, yes. As the yes. defending champion. And I fell for it. It's hard to get revved mm-hmm. up again. In fact, I'm going to go there. I am going to do that. I just talked myself into it. Houston, under 96 and a half, my West pick. Now, when you left the house this morning, what was going to be your play? Uh, Oakland over. But Oakland I, I, over? But then I was just saying before, I do too many overs, so right. now I have to stay away from that. And I found an under. And that's 74 and a half. Yes. Well, that tells me that I'm on to something. Because if you are right about your Oakland going over, that means maybe Texas is going to trail that division. I don't think they're worth a darn this year. Our old buddy Dave Raymond, who we love to have on talking baseball, you know, every uh, once a month or so. um, And I kind of feel bad for Dave because, you know, he thinks we're going to have him on to talk about the Texas Rangers. (laughs) <laughs> no, nope. Dave, if we're talking about the teams that you've run up against, uh, Texas Rangers, 77 and a half for them last year. They won 78. So Vegas thinks they're going to be right around that number again. I don't think they will. I think that they have a significant downtick this year. I will take the under on the Texas Rangers. They'll finish last, and I don't think they win 77 games. Well, I'm going back to the National League. I told you this a month ago. Yeah, you're on this team, aren't you? And uh, they got Arietta. I mm-hmm. had a feeling that was going to happen. It was just murmurs at the time. Now, do you see the juice that I have to lay now? 
Luckily for our contest, we don't have to worry uh, about the juice. We're, we're, hang on a second. Oh, my God. The Philadelphia Phillies, 77.5 is the number. They only won 66 mm-hmm. last year. If you bet the over, you know, you can bet it. That's no problem. But you're laying minus 260. That's dumb. We're not worrying about juice here. Mm-hmm. I will lay that 260 with confidence. But I, th- you got to give me credit for this one. I was ahead of the pass with the Phillies. Yep. And I'm going over that total. Uh, I don't this this division Trent was a nightmare to me. I really, you know, I knew you were going to take the Phillies, so I kind of stayed away from that one. Um, I I think the Marlins are going to be baseball's worst team. Yeah. I, so so for that reason, and I wish that their win total would have been a little bit higher. I'm going to predict the team is going to lose a hundred games if I'm if I'm going to take the under for the Marlins, which I am. The number sixty four and a half. So in order for me to cash this. Well, it's not a ticket, but to have bragging rights once we uh, get turned the calendar to October, the Marlins will have to have lost 100 games. I think they've got it in them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think it'll be, yeah, it, it won't be that difficult. No, I think what, the, one of the remaining uh, major leaguers who's good, Real Muto, is going to start on the DL. Yeah, that's uh, for me, that's good. That's a good thing. Uh, to the Central Division, I think the Cubs are going to win the World Series. I did not realize until Andy Garman told us we had Garman on in the first hour of the program and we played Eddie Vedder's. Uh, Cubs anthem, if you will, that he only played it once and has not played it since the Cubs uh, won the World Series. I believe we're going to hear that again this year. I also believe the Cubs are going to run away with this division. The no over-under total in this one is 94.5. They won 92 games last year, and by most accounts, they would be considered an off-year. Do you know, Trent, of the six division winners, the division winner that won the fewest games was the Chicago Cubs? Wow. Every one of the division winners won more than 92 games. I think the Cubs are going to run away. I believe they'll crack the hundy. I think they'll crack 100 games uh, wins this year. For that reason, I will take the Cubs. It's 94.5. Give me the Chicago Cubs over. So a question that we've been contemplating, and we'll find out more later this hour as we're talking a little Cardinals, who's going to push the Cubs in the division? Mm-hmm. Cardinals and Brewers have been uh, talked about, though. There are some murmurs of, hey, the Reds, this young talent's finally starting to get here. and I think slow down on that. you buying? No, no, not no, not at all. But the Milwaukee Brewers are always mentioned. Mm-hmm. Brewers were a big surprise last year. When teams come ahead of schedule, many times there's a step back before they catapult forward. They made a lot of moves. That offense is stacked up, but that rotation is ugly, ugly, ugly. Under eighty four and a half with the Brewers this year. They take a step back before 2019, hmm. the year they really contend. Interesting. So you could be with me thinking that the Cubs are going to, this thing's going to be over by September. I mean, not, you know, the the magic number won't be hit, but by all, for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. no meaningful per se, edge of your seat, have to win this one baseball for the Cubs in September. I'm right there. Playing for you. home field advantage in the National League. Maybe we're talking that's... a lot of football. Yeah, we're... Okay. <laughs> twist your arm, right? Yeah, twist my arm. Uh, out west we go, Trent. Um, this one to me. It wasn't. I mean, I, I very quickly identified the Padres as that team. Mm-hmm. I like some of the stuff that they're doing over there. They kind of fly under the radar. That entire division does to me, with the exception of the Dodgers and, of course, the Giants, the runs that they've had. The Giants had just an abysmal year last year, winning 64 games. I think the Padres are turning a corner. Now, what does that mean? Last year they won 71 games. I think that this year, and the, and the win total actually went down to 69 and a half. Wow. I'm gonna. Th- I think that they can duplicate last year, and in fact, I think they'll better last year's win total. So I will go over San Diego's 
69 and a half. Like that bet. That's one that I have circled, but I do have one more under. And if I hear this one more time, I'm going to knock someone's block off. Mm. It's an even year. You know what that means. Oh, my God. Here we go. In 2016, the Giants were terrible. Right. They were terrible last year. They went out and they got a bunch of veterans that, frankly, aren't very good anymore. Mm -hmm. Samarge is already on the DL. 81 and a half. No way. Not even close. With Arizona and Colorado, I think, still being at least solid. Yeah. The Dodgers... At an improved Padres team? By the way, did you see Dodger Stadium, the problem that Ooh. they had last night? A little backup. Sewage backup Ooh. came bubbling out and onto the playing surface. It's going to leave a little bit of oh, a... Oh, my God. Mark on the cleats. Might want to throw those through the wash a couple of times. That was flat-out nasty. I'm under the Giants. Are you? 81 and a half. Man, mad bum now. He is on the DL mm-hmm. for a month and a half, two mm-hmm. months. Maybe June before we see him. Took a line drive off his pitching hat, yes. right? Yes. Mm. I... 81 and a half? I, no. I don't see any way. Even if it is an even season. Yeah. Bochy, is this is it, it for him? It's a good question. I don't think they'll push him. I think he's got too much goodwill in the yeah, bank still. He has to kind of go out on his own terms. Mm-hmm. But if if he wants to make another run with somebody else, do it and or just right off into the sunset. You know, you you mentioned something earlier with Andy Garman. Um, you know, if the Cubs do win this year, what what does that do for Joe Madden? Because he's mm-hmm. he came out and said he wants to manage what I think five more years, four or five more years. I thought that I saw earlier this month spring training. But if he wins, if he were to win, you know, knocking off two out of the last three World Championships, what a great way to end it, right? And then and, he can and go I, and, and taste I think wine. And that's exactly right. He is an eclectic guy. Yes. Do his thing. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me at all. He'll be 65 next year. Yep. He's got, I would think, got plenty of money. Uh, I mean, yeah. the Cubs are paying him a king's ransom to manage that team. Well, why wouldn't they? Yes. Interesting. We'll take a timeout. John Walters joins us next. Iowa State Conversation. We continue. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Paint? No. Paramount isn't just paint. It's the number one paint in overall interior hide and stain resistance, providing the most advanced protection in just one coat. And now you can get that same outstanding protection with our new Paramount One Coat White. This first-of-its-kind, one-coat-ready mix white provides a beautiful white finish. You'll find Paramount Paint exclusively at Menards. 
in third-party tests, interior paint claims versus super premium home center brands in eggshell sheen. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention. If you've had hernia surgery and have experienced complications such as chronic pain, infection, wound reopening, mesh migration, bowel obstruction, need revision surgery, or other complications, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Hernia repair surgery is common and requires a mesh product to be implanted inside your body. In May of 2016, the manufacturer of a popular hernia mesh product issued a mandatory global recall due to product defects. If you've had hernia surgery and have experienced complications, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call the Hernia Mesh Helpline now at 800-360-4612. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve. You pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call the Hernia Mesh Helpline now. 800-360-4612. Operators are standing by 24-7. Call 800-360-4612. That's 800-360-4612. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Last year, hundreds of animals came to the ARL with urgent medical needs, and the cost to provide care and treatment for these animals exceeded $300,000. We will never turn away an animal in need, especially an animal that has suffered abuse or neglect and not only needs medical attention, but also needs to receive love and compassion. Please consider donating to the ARL's Miracle Medical Fund to help us save lives and make a difference for these animals. Donate at arl-iowa.org slash Miracle Medical Fund. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Whoa, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um, um, the... Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them. Yeah, gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The chicken coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The chicken coop. Serious about food. Serious about the tournament. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back to the show, 
1,500 KBGGs. We said, as we've been doing all week, we will take a look at the local MLB teams. We've done the Rose. We've done the Twins. Tomorrow, the Cubs with Cappy. Today, uh, Brian Walton coming up on the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Brian Walton joins us at about one uh, forty. Look forward to that. Right now, John Walters, he's the voice of Iowa State. He joins us as we go inside the Cyclones. John Trenton, Ken, great to talk to you. Before we get into Pro Day, I uh, I thought it was great. The picture of Pollard and uh, Jamie Pollard, Stephen Leith, Gene Chizik. That was picture one. And then, not to be outdone, Bruce Vandevelde apparently came around the corner, unbeknownst to anybody, that they were all in the same place. And the four of them posed for a picture. When you saw that for the first time, John, I had to bring a smile to your face or give you a chuckle. I know it did me. I thought it was great. Yeah, I didn't see the one with Bruce. I, I, I saw the one that Jamie put out with uh, him and Dr. Leith and uh, and Gene. I did not see the one with Bruce. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Jamie had good relationships with those guys, and I did too. I, I, you know, Gene was really good to me and uh, my family, and, and, I, and I, Dr. Leith was always good to me too. So, um, you know, I know that uh, maybe them leaving uh, didn't, didn't – uh, necessarily earn the affection of Iowa State fans, but um, it's getting harder and harder to leave jobs these days quietly. It just, it's just it's hard to do, and uh, very seldom is it not messy. I mean, look at the, the Nico Medved thing right now, you know, and uh, um, it's hard to, it's hard. It's, it's, it's a not an easy situation ever. Uh, people feel burned at times, and I understand. Uh, I didn't like the way, you know, things happened when, when Chizik left about, you know, not not really coming back and affording the players a lot of time uh, when he did come back. Uh, obviously, I wasn't a big fan of that, but I liked Gene as a person. I think he's a good person, and I and I do think that um, what he did a year ago was really really admirable. You know, um, how many people in the, in the prime of their careers say, you know, I'm getting out of this yep. thing. Uh, I'm going to go spend some time with my family, and he meant it, and it wasn't anything phony. He did exactly that, and watch his kids grow up a little bit, and uh, I, I really admired him for that. I, I think that, that had to be a tough call. It's not to say that he'll never get back in, and I thought he did a pretty doggone good job as an analyst, I too. Was great, I, I thought Yeah, he was yep. really fun to listen to. I, I thought he offered a lot of insight, I, just like Tom Crean with basketball. I, I mean, gosh, I picked up a ton from, from listening to him. So I think, um, you know, maybe he's found a new niche. I don't know. Maybe someday he'll get back in coaching, but... Um, you know, obviously Iowa State wasn't a long-term fit for him. Who could have guessed that the Auburn thing would come along? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I, everybody's moved on. And uh, and, and I, I remember after he left, I sent him a note just wishing him well, and, uh, and he sent right back. And so, uh, you know, I, I think Jamie had a, a really good relationship with, with both of those guys, so I'm not surprised that he would put that picture out there. Speaking of Jamie Pollard, uh, he's done such a good job of just capitalizing and getting people to buy into the program building what's next for iowa state athletics in terms of facilities you know the the renovations that we've seen happening at jack trice what's kind of next on that on that big checklist for pollard and company yeah i think that's it i think you just hit on it trent that um getting that nutrition and academic and all, all those things under one roof is a really big step and when you start talking about the success that iowa state's having in football right now um, we can all see it. We, we know what direction this thing is heading. Um, we're excited about it. And you want to do everything you possibly can to keep that going. Now, can Iowa State ever match 
you know, Alabama and pay a coach $10 million a year or $8 million a year, whatever it is that Saban's making. No, I don't, I don't think that's feasible at all. But what they can do is do, you know, give him a, a very competitive, good salary and also try to make him happy in every other way with the other things that he feels he needs to take this program to the highest possible level. And if that's facilities, if it's personnel, uh, just trying to do whatever you can to, to make sure uh, that Matt Campbell has all the tools at his disposal that he needs to have success. And I've always said this about Jamie Pollard. Uh, two things. Number one, uh, he, he stretches a dollar as well as any person I've ever been around. He really knows how to get the most out of a dollar, which is huge in this position. Um, not that Iowa State has a, 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 you know, a minor budget or anything like that. They have a good budget, but he makes the most of it. He doesn't waste any dollars. And then the second thing is um, he is all about putting his coaches in the best possible position for them to have success. That's what his primary goal is, is to, to give those guys what they need uh, so that they can be successful. And so uh, I think he's really, really good in those two areas. And then those both fall right in the line with uh, what, what, what they're trying to do with football right now. Mm. Well, two of those tools that Matt Campbell had last year, one on the offensive side of the ball, one on the defense, Joe Lanning and Alan Lazard, I guess kind of stole the spotlight from Pro Day yesterday. Lazard was really good in Indianapolis. He was uh, able to rest on his time that he put up there. I think he opens up some eyes uh, in when he was in Indianapolis. It was important for Joe Lanning, watching him crush it on the bench yesterday, run the 4-7, be willing to switch positions which comes to no surprise to anybody i thought it was an important day for joel lanning and by all accounts john uh, he seemed to at least pass that test i think he did well i think he was pretty pleased with the way things went you know joel's a very unassuming guy so you're not going to see him jumping up and down and saying hey look what i did or anything like that but he he did mention that he maxed out in a lot of areas as far as the testing stuff. And boy, if you you know if you're going to pick a day to do that, that was the day. So, uh, to, you know, I think he said the previous best he had done down in Florida was 24 bench press reps, and he did 26, which would have been, I believe, just two off the high at the uh, combine. So, puts him in some pretty good company as far as linebackers there. Um, you know, t- tested well in some other areas as well. Probably would have loved to have run a little bit faster. I think he was maybe hoping to get in the high four sixes. Uh, he was in the low four sevens. Um, and then the, the the difference though between pro day and the combine is you, you don't have an electronic timing. You've got a bunch of guys with stopwatches. So uh, one guy from one team might have had him at four seven two, and another guy from another team might have had him at four six five. Who knows? You know, there's a little bit more variation. Um, when you're not doing it with the electronic timing. But for Joel, uh, you know, to, to be asked during the combine, hey, give us a few look, uh, look run a few patterns out of the, the fullback spot, and to just seamlessly step in there and do that. And I watched him during that, that time. He didn't drop one ball. He looked so natural out there, uh, running patterns, catching the ball, uh, looking it into his hands and, and, and taking off and running. Uh, that you could really picture him in that kind of a role in the NFL. You know, there's quite a few NFL teams that really do use the fullback and that type of um, an offense where they, they do throw the ball to the fullback quite a bit out of the backfield. And, you know, I think of a guy like Dimitri Flowers at Oklahoma who really comes to mind as a great pass-catching fullback. You know, the uh, the other Gronks besides uh, <laughs> Rob, uh, you know, they kind of fall into that category too. There's a place for those guys uh, in the National Football League. And so... I'm not saying that Joel for sure is going to be a fullback. I think he's still prioritizing being a linebacker. But as we've seen with Joel Lanning before, and I I think we'll probably see again, 
he is very willing to do whatever is asked of him in order to get on a football field, and uh, that versatility certainly is not going to hurt him. So we know Alan Lazard, he's going to be drafted, John, at some point, second, third, fourth round, but last couple of minutes here with you. Who's the current Cyclone on the roster you think that'll also be a high draft pick? A guy looking into the crystal ball for the future that'll be a draft pick uh, you see up there high? I think David Montgomery, for sure, uh, will will be a guy that I think, you know, if the offensive line improves as much as I think it will this year, I think you'll see David Montgomery make a really big leap from the great player that he was a year ago to something even more special. And then Hakeem Butler, I think, is a guy with – uh, the size and length and athleticism uh, to definitely be a guy that's considered as an NFL prospect. The good news is the list doesn't end there. Uh, you're starting to see more and more guys in the program now that look the part of guys that could go succeed in the National Football League. So hopefully that number continues to grow year by year. But those are two guys right off the top of my mind that come to my head that I think really do have bright futures in the NFL. Lima, PV, perhaps? Uh, we'll yeah, see. no doubt. Yeah, hey, yeah I, 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 I think so, too. Yeah, last Go ahead. Thing, we've only got 90 seconds left, and I knew you were coming on today. Do you remember? It was 28 years ago, John Walters. 28 years ago that I climbed in your car and Chuck Reed was there. Remember going to opening day? They had back-to-back years. We went to see the Royals, and I'll never forget Chuck Reed at the parking lot of Kauffman Stadium. We showed up with nothing. We didn't, we weren't going to tailgate, and Chuck walks around the corner, his arms full of hot dogs and <laughs> chips and pops and beer. We showed up with nothing. We ate like kings. We went to a game. And you remember those years? That was 28 years ago, John. That was that was in every uh, every spring occurrence, and I believe one year. I don't know if this was the year you were there, Ken, or not. But we had uh, we borrowed somebody's like monkey wrench and used that to turn the turn the brats uh, out there in the parking lot. So you got to be creative. Yeah, you know, you got to think outside the box a little bit to do that experience. But yeah, I still get down. I love going to Kauffman Stadium. It's yeah. a great place to take in a game, and uh, I'm going to be doing that again. I believe April 11th. I was looking for a day game. Uh, in April to to try to get down there, and I think there's one on April 11th. We're going to do it this year. Good stuff, John. Thank you for that. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Thanks, John. We'll yeah. talk to you down the road. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, John Walters. As uh, we talk a little spring football and uh, more so pro day with uh, with John Walters. All right, the Cardinals are in the spotlight yes. next. Now, Cappy was scheduled to join us today. He's tomorrow at 1220. Uh, Cappy tomorrow. We'll take a timeout. Cardinal conversation. We come back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. Is winter wearing on you? Are you ready for the sights and smells of spring? Do you enjoy walking or running and like the idea of meeting the needs of others in your community? If so, we've got a great opportunity for you. On April 7th, Caring Hands Food Pantry and Clothes Closet will be hosting its annual Springtime Hill Climb 5K, 10K race. Starting in Doan's Park, the Springtime Hill Climb lets you breathe in the fresh air as you walk, or run down the beautiful streets and trails of Pleasant Hill. The Springtime Hill Climb is for everyone, whether you're a new runner looking for a challenging 5K 
a long-distance runner looking for a 10K training challenge to prepare for other races coming up, or just want to enjoy a walk through the community to support our fight against hunger here in Polk County. What do you think? Interested in registering for the race or being one of our many local sponsors? Just go to our website, www.caringhands.org. We'll see you on April 7th. Howdy, folks. It's me, Colonel Sanders. My KFC $20 fill-up includes a whole bucket of delicious Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, and four flaky biscuits for just $20. It'll feed four people. And it uh, comes with a free bucket. And every time you use that bucket, you'll be reminded of how delicious that meal was. Now that's value. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Now, participating KFCs for a limited time. Prices may vary. Tax extra. Extra charge for breast piece and side item substitution may apply. Offer includes eight-piece chicken, three large sides, four biscuits. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Need auto parts but can't get to a store right now? Head to OReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at OReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back. It's our final segment of the day. Thanks to John Walters as we went inside Iowa State with Pro Day yesterday. Took a look at uh, spring football thus far. But uh, as we've done all week long, uh, Monday we started out with a preview of the Royals. Yesterday we had the Twins in here. Tomorrow it will be the Cubs. Right now, take a look, let's take a look at the St. Louis Cardinals. Brian Walton, longtime guest here on the uh, program, thecardinalnation.com, joins us. He spent a significant portion of the month of March and. Uh, in Florida, following the Cardinals throughout spring training. Of course, you can read all about them at that. CardinalNation.com. Brian joins us. Brian, Trent and Ken, good to reconnect with you. Brian Walton, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. No, we appreciate you coming on. Well, let's, um, you know, we'll get into the team itself, um, you know, in a moment, because one of the, I think the bigger stories to start the year is the guys that are going to begin the year on the disabled list, all of that pitching. But kind of give us a recap of the spring. What was it like in Jupiter? And as you made your way through uh, the Grapefruit League, which still to me is um, is the place. I know a lot of teams are fleeing for Arizona, uh, and I understand why. But uh, there's something about spring training in the state of Florida, Brian. Absolutely. And the, the Cardinals have been there really forever. They used to be on the, the Gulf side in St. Pete and moved uh, to Jupiter, which is, you know, in southern Florida. Uh, about 20 years ago now, and they're in an area where the Mets and they share a complex with the Marlins, and now the Astros and the Nationals have built a nice new complex in West Palm Beach. So there's five teams there within a within a close proximity, and they play one another quite frequently each spring. Now, the West Palm Beach, the Braves and the Expos used to share a complex in the late 90s there before the Braves moved to Orlando. And um, is, that an, is it similar proximity? Were you aware of the old Braves spring training uh, facility, and is it kind of in the same place? Yeah, generally, well, it's it's actually for the West, where the uh, where the new uh, complex is that the Astros and Nationals share is on 45th Street, just west of 95, and it's in an area that used to be a former landfill, wow. and and that's that's why the amount of land was there available necessary to build that complex, and there was talk about the Braves maybe you know coming back to the area, building a complex or joining. Uh, one of the other teams, but they ultimately decided to go over to the Gulf side. So right now it's 15 teams in Florida and 15 in Arizona. But, of course, in Florida they're spread out all over the state, whereas in Arizona everybody's pretty much in the Phoenix metropolitan area. Well, Brian, let's uh, get into the team and start with, uh, well, the last couple of days. Injuries already starting to pile up. Certainly not what you want to see. Gregerson will start on the shelf. Wainwright as well in that pitching staff. Uh, guess Reyes. That, yeah, Reyes, uh, uh, one that waiting to see what he's going to be. Just the uh, injuries that you've seen, how concerning is that right here at the beginning? Well, compared to last year, Trent, when the Cardinals, the first day, literally the first day of spring training, Alex Reyes hurts his elbow and yeah. is out for the year, and it's sort of a deflating thing. This year, the only injuries, the Cardinals had minor injuries they dealt with. Probably the most concerning was Matt Carpenter's back. And he got into, you know, game action late, you know, midway through spring training, 
and actually hit pretty well. They've been, interestingly, they've been playing him all over the diamond. There's been some concern about his throwing arm, but they realize with a, a young player, Jose Martinez, who can really only play first base or one of the corner outfield positions, that they're going to have to move Matt Carpenter around to get Jose Martinez bat in the lineup. So, picking backing off of that and the injuries, what about Reyes? You mentioned last spring shut down right away. Uh, he is on the disabled list to begin things, but whenever he gets back, and well, you can speculate about that a little bit, out of the bullpen, spot starts. What, what do you think the plan should be for Reyes? Well, it doesn't matter what I think the plan should be. I know what the plan will be. The Cardinals have been pretty clear about what they want to do. Uh, Reyes had his Tommy John surgery last spring. His 12 months is now up. He's down to 13 months. About the 1st of May, they hope to activate him. And he'll, he'll start the season on the disabled list, maybe do some minor league games and work his way up. And they do not want to have Alex Reyes throw a full workload this year, his first year off Tommy John. They want to ramp him up so that he can join the rotation next year and pitch a full workload in 2019. So in 2018, he'll start in the bullpen, maybe pitch some long relief, but very structured. And then as the season goes on, maybe when an opening you know, pops up in the rotation in July or August, then they'll slip him in and he'll start to uh, you know, get ready for what will be uh, should be a normal year next year. Uh, what kind of year did Marcelo have? A year. What kind of spring did Marcelo Zuna have? He had a ton of home runs, drove in a pile last year. Really remarkable numbers last year with Miami. What kind of spring has he had? Well, interestingly enough, Ozuna started off very slowly, and there was some grumbling and con- some concern. But over the last ten days or so, Ozuna has hit everything in sight to the point that he ended up this spring. Uh, tied for the Cardinals lead in home runs with four, led the, tied for the lead in RBI with 13, batted 356. Looks like the first legitimate cleanup hitter that the Cardinals have had maybe since some guy named Pujols used to play for him. <laughs> so uh, you have him coming in this year, new faces there. Tommy Finn, uh, his development in center field, uh, a lot of conversation I've seen about him maybe continuing on that, that step forward he took last season and, and getting into maybe fringe all-star territory. Do you see that out of Tommy Fan? Well, certainly last year, I mean, the, the season that Fan had was unbelievable. I mean, his spring was terrible. He batted in the 220s, didn't make the team, had to go back to AAA, and after a month, six weeks, you know, came up, and he was just phenomenal. Um, the question on Tommy Fan is, you know, is he going to be able to sustain? What can you expect from him with a full year? He has problems off and on with his eyes. And uh, Tommy Fan, it's interesting because his, he sort of built his whole career on people selling him short and, you know, having that edge that says, hey, it's the world against me. Now that he's on top, how's he going to react when he has a little adversity? I'm waiting to see. Hmm. Uh, Yadier Molina caught 133 games last year. I think, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, they've, they've moved him, but not very often. He's played maybe a handful of games at, at first base throughout the last few years. What's the plan for him going forward? 35 years old this year. How many games do you, do you think Matheny and company want to, want to see him behind the plate? I don't mean to say it this way, but Molina kind of decides when Molina plays. Gotcha. And the answer is every day. <laughs> right. no, catcher, no catcher in spring training this year played more games than Yadier Molina <laughs> at his age. And yet he batted 294, drove in 11, had a respectable spring. Molina, you know, prides himself on being in top condition, and it's to the point where top prospect Carson Kelly got so rusty on the bench behind Molina that they sent him back to AAA because they realized he wasn't going to play. Molina will start tomorrow, will be his 14th consecutive year 
being the opening day catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. No player in team history at any position has ever started 14 years in a row on opening day. Well, you mentioned uh, that that backstop behind him, Carson Kelly, a very intriguing prospect. Is it going to be him sitting behind uh, as the backup without a lot of playing time, or will it be Francisco Pena? Well, Francisco Pena is going to be the guy at the start of the season, and as long you know, Pena will be the backup all year. I don't think Kelly will be up for a long time unless Molina gets hurt. If Molina goes on the table list, then Kelly will come up to start every day. Otherwise, Molina just signed a contract last spring, and he's he'll be under contract for 2018, 2019, and 2020. Ken mentioned the idea of him playing first base. He has done it a little bit in the past, but he has no interest in doing it. And so, you know, Molina's going to catch as long as he's capable. What about the ace of the staff, Carlos Martinez? 12-11 and 11 last year, ERA just north of uh, 350, uh, somewhere around there. What do they need from their ace of the staff this year, Brian? I think they need Carlos Martinez to not just pitch like the ace of the St. Louis Cardinals staff, but to pitch like a contender for the Cy Young Award. And he's not in that top tier of guys yet, right? He's not in the, the Bumgartner, Strasburg, um, Max Scherzer, uh, Kershaw crowd yet. And there's no reason why he can't be. But it seems like, and I watched the game this spring when, against the Miami Marlins where he gave up like six runs in the first couple innings, and he just looked disinterested out there. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a spring training game, but come on, Carlos, you're the guy who's supposed to set the pace for the staff. So I think he really needs to step up and become a top pitcher in the game. And there's, again, no reason why he can't do it. You know, that bullpen, especially now with the Gregerson news, I think is is concerning, at least from the outside looking in. How big are your concerns with the bullpen overall, and who's going to get those closer duties to start out? Yeah, it's interesting, Trent. If you look at the bullpen that opened last year, the eight guys, Five of them are gone. Wow. Five, there are five new guys in the bullpen. And actually three new guys in the rotation. So the whole pitching staff, and, and really the whole St. Louis Cardinals team, is kind of in a transition. Right now, Dominic Leone, who's a right-hander they got from Toronto, who had a very nice spring, very good spring. Looks like the guy in the ninth inning. Um, uh, but uh, and Tyler Lyons, the lefty who's been around for a while, could get some chances as well. But the Cardinals made a very uncardinal like move yesterday, declaring that Jordan Hicks, who's a 21-year-old who has never pitched a game in double-A or triple-A that can throw 102 miles an hour. They made the decision, Jordan Hicks, you're going to be on the opening day roster and be in our bullpen. Now, that that kind of move tells you that the Cardinals are concerned about their pen, too. Uh, Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com is our guest. Uh, how's uh, the CardinalNation.com uh, poster boy, Bud Norris? What kind of year do you expect out of Bud Norris? A real favorite at the CardinalNation.com amongst the subscribers over there. Yeah, well, Bud Norris, of course, originally came to fame in his time with Houston, and he seemed to, no matter what he did against other teams, he had the Cardinals number to the point where Albert Poulos once uh, uh, accidentally called him Chuck Norris. But uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris is no more, and Bud Norris has struggled, had a tough spring. But if you look at his numbers last year with the Angels before he got hurt, he was a very effective closer, picked up 19 saves. So I think that, yeah, Bud Norris is the whipping boy for the, uh, for the Cardinals fans early on, but... Hopefully he'll ride himself and be a contributor for the team down the road. Any uh, youngsters down on the farm we should be keeping an eye on, guys that you're waiting for to come up? Uh, who are some of those top guys that we'll be hearing about probably this summer? Well, I think um, if you if you look, we talked about Carson Kelly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Harrison Bader, who's an outfielder who folks thought was going to make the team but got actually got beat out by a youngster that came over from Oakland named Jairo Munoz, 
Uh, Harrison Bader is going to be up this year, I'm sure. A young power hitter, uh, outfielder Tyler O'Neill, who was with the uh, uh, Seattle Seattle system, uh, is also a AAA and is going to do well. And then we saw a couple of Cuban outfielders in spring training, Adolis Garcia and Randy Rosarena, look like they're other guys that are going to contribute. So the Cardinals have a lot of young outfielders coming up in addition to their traditional pitching. Uh, Brian Walton is our guest. Brian, before we get to the um, you know what you think this team is going to do uh, this year, uh, Mike Matheny's seat, is it getting hot? Is there some talk that Matheny needs to you know get to a certain amount of wins or keep this team in contention until you know late September? What, what about his seat? Is there starting to be some, uh, some unrest there, do you think? Absolutely. I mean, listen, as good as the St. Louis Cardinals are, generally folks think that they've underachieved the last two years. They missed the playoffs uh, in each of the last two seasons. And if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think Matheny's job is definitely in jeopardy because it's going to start affecting the bottom line. Television ratings are going to be affected, and the number of people who come to games are, is going to be affected if the Cardinals aren't in the, uh, in the hunt. And you look at the Chicago Cubs, and they're clearly the class team of the division. You know, they're being picked to get back in the World Series by a number of experts. And the Cardinals, on the other hand, you know, the most optimistic position, you know, picks have them competing for a wild card. So, you know, the Cardinals fans aren't used to being second fiddle to the Cubs. How about uh, the top of the food chain over in the front office, John Mazaliak? John Mazaliak, uh, I think, is very firm in his job. They just promoted him within the last year to this newly uh, titled president of baseball operations. I mean, what the heck kind of industry can you have multiple presidents? But anyway... <laughs> That's right. But anyway, and then they promoted his assistant, Michael Gersh, to general manager, basically to keep him from getting hired away by another club. But Mazzeoc's the guy that's in charge. Uh, he has the full confidence, confidence of ownership. So I think even if the Cardinals have a terrible year and Matheny takes a hit, I don't think Mazzeoc's going anywhere. Uh, they won 83 games last year, Brian. You said that uh, you know the most opti- optimistic forecasts have them in contention for a wild card. Is that how you see it? Is this a team that... You know, do they better that 83 win total of last year? And if so, what's it going to take? I think they can. I think they can beat 83. I don't think there's any doubt. Their pitching is good. It's young, but they've got a lot of depth, and it, it should be fun to see. The offense is better with Ozuna, as you mentioned. But I think we're talking about an 85, 86 win team, and they'll be in the playoff hunt. That's the beauty of you know two wild cards and five playoff teams. They'll be in the hunt till the very end, and they could squeak in as the last wild card, or they could miss. Uh, last thing for Brian Walton. Brian, you'll be at City Field. You will see the uh, opening series against the Mets. A uh, lot of a lot of Milwaukee. A lot of Central Division games in the month of April. Important month, right out of the shoot. Yeah, it really is important because the Cardinals have not got out of the gates well the last couple years. And two years ago, the Cubs you know stormed right out. And it's going to be important for the Cardinals to win in the National League Central this year. Last year, the Cubs they went five and nineteen against the Cubs. And the Brewers even beat the Cardinals in their season series. So anybody that says the Cardinals didn't deserve to be in first place, all they need to do is look at what they did against the Cubs and Brewers. They have to reverse that this year to get back up on top. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. We'll talk Brian. Uh, we'll talk Cardinals with Brian throughout the regular season. Brian, good to talk to you. We will uh, talk to you in the weeks to come. Take care, guys. Good to talk to you. Brian Walton, the Cardinal Nation. So we take a look at the St. Louis Cardinals. 83 was the uh, number of wins last year. Brian says maybe a tick above that. He's right. They struggled uh, in their own division last year, Trent, in in, in a big way. Uh, Obviously, they have to turn that around. Mm -hmm. Where are you on this Cardinal team? Over the number, 
I like I like over on them. I think it's going to be more mid eighties. Yeah, do 80s. they finish second? Do they outfinish the Brewers? I believe so. Yes, I'm eighty six, eighty seven. Put maybe. you in the wild card race in a big, big way. I think so. Uh, the the difference, as we talked about earlier, between the haves and the haves nots is baseball. That that gap seems to be widening, and mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals are on the right side of kind of that next tier. So. I'm I, I'm more confident of this team than I was even yesterday when we were talking about them. Digging a little bit deeper last night into some things. You mentioned Reyes coming back. Uh, I guess the bullpen might be kind of my biggest concern offensively if Azuna does what he did last year. Does he though? That was my going to be my next yeah. question. Thirty-seven and a buck thirty. Probably not. But even if he's thirty and a buck ten, I mean yeah. that's a lot better than what they've no had question. in that cleanup spot. No so question. That adds to the pop of the lineup. You know, fam, can he recreate what he did last year? I like him, Trent. Yeah. Eyes. Eye problems. Yeah, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't it's know a, that. And it's a degenerative condition Ooh, I want to... Yeah, so, I mean, if it goes, does it... He had surgery a couple years ago. Is it another surgery? You know, mm. do you go through that? That That's the scary thing with him. But I'm, I'm more confident than I was. I'm going to go... 87. 87 um, that, that would get him into the playoffs, I would think. Last year, of course, it was both, both the wild cards came out of the NL West. Uh, Dexter Fowler struggled mightily when he went over from the Cubs to the cards last year, at least at the beginning. Now yep. He did pick it up. He needs to get off to a better start. Um, I don't know what they expect from him uh, this year. They'd love to get 20 home runs from him. I'm mm-hmm. not sure that they will. Right, yeah. I mean, if he gives them... He gave them 18 last year. He gives, gives them that, and then... 20 steals and gets on base at a 320 clip mm-hmm. and, and plays good defense, as you know he will, out there mm-hmm. and right, you're in good shape. And you can play him center on, on days that fam needs a break or if this fam problem turns out to be bigger than, than it looks right now. So, yeah, just veteran presence, you know, that kind of thing. He's fine. Last thing before we get to your guest list for you and Jimmy B today from 4 until 6. Um, have the Cubs clinched this division at Labor Day? <laughs> Not, I mean, not, not clear, literally. Not, right, you know what I mean, though. But for all intents and purposes, it's over. I think it will be, too. Yeah, I I just... I think the Brewers are a step back. Yeah, me the too. Cardinals will be okay. I think the Cubs are really good. I think they went over 100 games. I don't know if I'm ready to go there. I think they break the hundo mark. But we made our predictions earlier this yeah, hour. Yeah, I know. And the Cubs are winning the World Series. Yeah, well... I'm, go, I'm, I'm just... I told you at one o'clock, and we're going down that mm-hmm. path, and I'm I'm gonna jump on everyone wishy washy. Oh, Astros are too good. You got the Dodgers. You got to get past the Nets. I'm I'm going all in with the Cubs. Cubs get it done. You know how I feel. Let's make it unanimous. It's going to be a fun summer. We are out of time. Jimmy B and TC today four to six, and you have what planned? Rob Howe will be stopping by on his Wednesday spot. We'll be nice talking. piece on Omari Spavey. I don't yes. know if you read it or not. Yes, absolutely. And we will uh, get into that. Battling depression uh-huh. and, and football and the effects of that. Uh, we'll talk some Cubs, break them down with Joe Aiello, one of our Cubs guests. Aaron Torres from The Athletic, he'll be by. We'll talk uh, NCAA tournament and Seth Gruen on a baseball preview as well. So a busy show from 4 until 6. All right. Cappy tomorrow at 1220. If you missed him today, Cappy tomorrow at 1220. We're back tomorrow at noon. Thank you for listening. The Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor with me every Monday through Friday from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG.
Simple enough. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes. Everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa, featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall, or doors and windows that stick? These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix call 289 Attention golfers, we've got a sweet deal for you. It's the 2018 Clubhouse Card. The Clubhouse Card goes on sale Monday, April 9th at 9 a.m. Look for the Sweet Deals tab on this station's website to grab yours. Do you want to have the opportunity to try out Central Iowa golf courses for 50% off? Then this deal is for you. Spring is here and it's your chance to play golf at some of Central Iowa's best courses. When you purchase a Clubhouse Card, you receive a round of golf with cart to each of the courses for 50% of the cost. Try out courses like Bosland and Impella, Westwood and Newton, and Terrace Hills and Altoona, and other great courses. Golf season officially starts soon, so what better way to get ready for the season than by purchasing the 2018 Clubhouse Card. These cards will go fast, so plan to get yours before they're gone. On sale Monday, April 9th at 9 a.m. at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. If you're looking for ways your company can give back to the community, get involved with the ARL. Offer employees a day of wearing jeans with the Denim for Dogs program or place an ARL.